You're listening to the Ohio Conference Cast, where we explore topics related to the workings of Ohio Conference. Here are your hosts, Bill Seymour and Thomas Dunn. Welcome, everybody, to Ohio Conference Cast. This is Bill Seymour, and I am here, well, actually, remotely with Thomas Dunn. Hi, this is Thomas. I'm back in good old Ohio, and Bill this time is out yes, of Yes, I am in Elkhart, Indiana, at Anabaptist Mennonite something seminary. Biblical what is it? seminary. Biblical seminary, right. And that voice you heard was yeah. Bishop Amos Muhagachi. Hi, how are you? I'm from Tanzania. Amos, we met a year ago when you came as a student ambassador from the seminary to come and speak at our congregation. In our question and answer Sunday school time after that, I heard you say something. The whole reason for this podcast of you is uh, to give you a chance to say this uh, for all of Ohio Conference. But first, I want to give you a chance to say a little bit about who you are and what you do and why you're at AMBS and what your hopes are back for Tanzania. My name is Amos Muhagachi. I'm from Tanzania Mennonite Church. I have served as a pastor for 23 years and uh, as a bishop for eight years now. Working to Tanzania, uh, five years ago, we established a ministry called Tanzania Peacebuilding Initiative. And I was uh, commissioned to be the executive director of that ministry, is a minister of Tanzania Mennonite Church. And uh, because it's a ministry which uh, bring all Christian and Muslim leaders together so that we may learn from each other, we may understand each other. If we claim to be a religion of peace, we want to show that really we live in peace. And then uh, last year, 2015, the church gave me permission to come here to study as a sabbatical leave for two years. I'm studying, doing Master of Arts in Peace Studies so that when I go home, I will work full-time to that ministry of Tanzania Mennonite Church. That's why I'm here. Okay. So give us a sense of how large is the Tanzanian Mennonite Church. Tanzanian Mennonite Church is a vibrant church. It's one of the strongest Mennonite churches in Africa, uh, which started far away from 1934 with two families from Lancaster Conference and Indiana Michigan Conference. LM staff was Lancaster Conference, and John Mosman was from Indiana Michigan Conference. And from the humble beginning in the village called Shirati, and today you will find 100,000 members in Tanzania Mennonite Church. 100,000? 100,000 okay. members. Okay. Yeah. And by contrast, Thomas, do you know how big MCUSA is? Smaller 68 than <laughs> or 70 or 58, somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. So just to, give, just to give our listeners a sense of uh, this is not a small, well, it is, I suppose, globally, but this is not a small church we're talking about here. How, how, many, how many churches would that be? Do you have an idea? Uh, we have almost 400 congregations throughout the country. And now we have a vision. There is a great revival. We want to reach... Uh, we feel God is calling us 15 years to come to reach 1 million soul. Everything I see from the two bishops I am now in contact with in the wider church there, it, this is first and foremost on their mind all of the time. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. They won't stop talking about it. <laughs> how is the Tanzania Mennonite Church organized? I mean, how do you guys do the broader church we there? Are, we are divided into conferences, but we call dioceses. We okay. have 10 dioceses. So there's the Eastern Diocese. Eastern Diocese, Central Diocese, Eastern Diocese, Mwanza Diocese, Arusha Diocese, Tarimu Diocese, Serengeti Diocese, Shirati Diocese. That was a test. They are you passed. Nice, yeah. nice, <laughs> nice job. Yeah, well done. <laughs> and then we have national body, 
where we call is 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 similar to Mennonite Church USA. We have KMT Tanzania Mennonite Church Central Office where all bishops get together, executive committee, national executive council and general conference. So it sounds like our structures are fairly similar. Exactly to Mennonite Church USA. And so, Bill, when you introduced him, you introduced him as Bishop yes. Amos. What does that mean in, uh, in that context? It will be conference minister here. So there's a conference, a diocese back in, in Tanzania that's without their bishop right now. Yeah, it will be the title of bishop that is similar to conference minister. But uh, you work full-time in the office. You don't have a, a particular congregation where you are assigned to. If you became overseer of the the region which have been assigned to work. Amos, we're actually looking to hire a conference minister here in Ohio. Yeah, so if, if, you're, don't, uh, work if you out, don't like the peace there. stuff. No, I like <laughs> peace. <laughs> Bishop Amos, you have a lot of experience in working for peace. Mm-hmm. Is there a story that you could tell us that maybe sticks out? Tanz- Tanzania is one of the peaceful countries in Africa. We have been living uh, at peace side by side with the Muslim non-believers and, uh, for, 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 for many years. But 10 years ago, I don't know, something happened, unusual. Uh, it was a breaking news that two churches had been burned down in the city called Mwanza. And then one month later, another two churches had been burned down. Then after two months later, two pastors were shot in front of the church and died. And uh, after a short time, other two pastors were beheaded. And then everyone was shocking what is happening to our country. As a bishop from the church which we stand for peace, I called other leaders to discuss the issue. And then I invited two bishops from Catholic Church, two Anglican Church, Moravian, Mennonite, and the Lutheran Church. And also extended invitation to Imam of Muslims. 10 of them together. We invited the Minister of Defense, Minister of Home Affairs, uh, Director for General Police, and the others, they came. And we had two-day meetings to discuss what is happening to our country. And later, we, we, we agreed that uh, we are going to condemn this. And the Tanzania Broadcast Corporation gave us airtime free to the national television so that we may participate Two, bish, two church Christian leader and to Islam so that we may have a dialogue in international television during the night. People can watch what is why what, what we're condemning this. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know that the president of Tanzania was watching. And then we started on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, getting from the screen. I had a call and then I was surprised to hear this call from the Tanzania president. He called me, please, I want to meet with you alone because I was the chairman right. of that, that initiative. So we went to his uh, state house. He gave us a very good time with my family and my children. We were there almost four hours. And then he asked, how can I help you this to accomplish? This is a very good ministry. And uh, we say we don't have money. We would like to continue to do that. And then we, we, deci- we decided with him, we agree, let's have national dialogue. We invited both the Christian and the Muslim. Uh, attendance was 156. Half Islam, half Christianity from top of the leadership in the national, national level. 
and he gave us 200,000 US dollar to conduct the seminar. We invited uh, a Mennonite pastor, a scholar, David Schenk, from Lancaster Conference. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, 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 he has written a number of books about Christian and Muslim relations. Yes. He came and his friend, Professor Katerega, both they are friends for many years. They are both a teacher of the university. They conducted a seminar for one week. And after that seminar, one month later, Islam themselves, they hand over the names for those radical young Muslims who have been killing, burning, and doing all these evil things to the country. And from there, after a few months, it was surprised the president commissioned Tanzania Peace Commission, and he appointed me to be the chairman. The president of the country? Of the country. Okay. Yeah. So the Tanzanian Peace Building Initiative is a Tanzania government ministry. Wow. There are powerful stories in there about uh, <laughs> for American yeah. Mennonites who don't know how to work with government and other people. So there were, at the MCUSA convention in Orlando, there were, I think, five bishops, including yourself. Four. Four, four mm-hmm. bishops, including yourself, from yeah. Tanzania, who mm-hmm. came as a delegation. And I remember standing with all of you and meeting, and meeting everyone and sharing uh, good, goodwill and love. But I also remember thinking in the back of my head that uh, these folks are here to help us. Uh, they have a powerful sense of the presence of God in their lives through Christ, uh, they are filled with the Holy Spirit, and they see us struggling as a church and want to stand with us and help us. Correct. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Um, and so for those of us Americans who tend to think that mission flows from America to Africa, this is the reverse of that. One of the reasons why Thomas and I have asked Bishop Amos to sit with us on these microphones is because when he was in our congregation at Orville, a couple of months ago, answering questions, he said something uh, that I thought just might be a good word for us to hear as we struggle with disagreements about sexual ethics. The Tanzanian Mennonite Church has had historic disagreements about another sexual ethic. What, what is that? Uh, for us, when the church was growing, we were facing three, three difficult issues. We named them PPM polygamy, politics, and military service. Okay. And uh, it was a sharp, it was near to divide the church to be into three groups. There were some theologians and church who believed that we don't engage military service in our church. Mm-hmm. And other groups yeah. were saying we don't want to welcome polygamy to our church. And the serious one was we don't want political people to be members of our church. Because Tanzania Mennonite Church, we have members who are politicians, members of parliament. We have uh, diplomatic ambassadors to Tanzania different countries. Uh, namely, one is in Burundi, uh, Nigeria, European Union, and the current one in Canada is an ambassador from our home church in okay. Tanzania. Mm-hmm. So when we were discussing this, it was very, very, very difficult. It was very difficult. Then when we met together at a conference, all together, we were near the church to be divided. I remember one pastor, he come up and said, this is not your church. This is Christ's church. Let us pray. So we agree, take all these papers, theological arguments, put to dustbin. So we prayed for one year, second year, third year. 
the fourth year when we get our presiding bishop say anyone has issue about the, all these difficulties it was quiet then we go to another year anyone has difficult of these questions no so we agree that let agree to disagree in love but let the church to be one don't divide the church well first of all that sounds like six years yeah almost 10 years it was okay. a long it was bit. a long time mm-hmm. okay so it wasn't yeah. over quickly yeah. uh but it started with a sense that wait a minute this church is not ours yeah. this doesn't belong to the eastern diocese or the Mwanza di- diocese exactly. it belongs to Jesus to Jesus yeah and then you threw away all the scholarly work exactly and you prayed mm-hmm. what do you think about that thomas hmm. <laughs> it's a maybe a bit of a different process than what we've uh, been on yeah i think so yeah 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 and, and i don't mean to make light of our process it just just sometimes seems to be wisdom and listening to someone who has been through some difficult challenges and come out the yeah. other end in the peace and unity of christ why our tanzania leaders came here when when I came here to study, the church appointed me appointed me to be liaison officer ah. of Tanzania Mennonite Church to Mennonite Church USA. Okay, and Canada. So that's why we 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 started to to tell them that we have been praying for you five years ago. Mm-hmm. We were hearing divisions. We are hearing tensions. We are hearing that the church is dividing now here, and then. Our chairman of Tanzania Mennonite Church wrote to all congregation of Tanzania Mennonite Church to pray for Mennonite Church USA. So when I was invited to the Indiana Michigan conference, it's where I discovered to know no one knows that we are praying for you. We prayed for you for almost four years. Hmm. Every every month Bishop was checking the chairman, have you prayed for my brother? This is the people brought a gospel to us. Anything hurting them, it's hurting us. Anything is praising you, is praising us. Our General Secretary of the Mennonite Church USA agreed to invite all these leaders to come here so that they may have discussion with the Mennonite Church USA. We, we, we met with an executive of Mennonite Church USA. We, we had a very good discussion with them. We have Indiana Michigan Conference. We visited uh, Lancaster Conference, East Coast Conference. Franconia Conference, Virginia Conference, Goshen College, AMBS College, EMU. Then we went to uh, Bluffton College. Both we were asking the church to return to work together. And this is our prayer that we're asking God to bring Mennonite Church USA together. It's difficult, but we have to, to, to agree that we have to work together. The only judge can know who is right or not right is Jesus himself. Amos, I'd like to circle back around to the story you told there. It seems like there has to be more details to it than that. So I heard you say you prayed many years and then no one disagreed anymore. That seems surreal. I guess God can work that miracle, but how do people... So if you have a church now that has polygamists in the church and you have a church down the road that is against polygamy, how do they work together? How are those details working out? In two areas, we agree in principle that uh, we will allow them to to participate in leadership. That you will or you will not? They will participate. They will participate, okay. Uh, Only those who work in politics and the military. Okay. The polygamy in Africa, when a person came to Christ and came to realization that this is wrong, 
I don't know the church is high respect in Africa himself say I would not even participate in leadership. Okay. A person himself. We put them in different committee but not yet to to allow them to be ordained. Okay. Yeah. But they participate in holy communion, they participate in church activities. We are still in another step to go maybe to think if a person receive Christ has been to church we know his testimony can we ordain him this not yet to be to to to, to come out of this but hmm. in principle now the church is stronger than the past where we were struggling sure uh, yeah and do you have a a official teaching position on politics polygamy and military i mean is so in MEMS USA we have the confession of faith that kind of lays out the position is that a document you guys use in Tanzania as well, or do you have something similar? We are Anabaptists. We share the same doctrine, the same, the same teaching. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, this is, 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 it is because of the historical background. In Tanzania, you cannot compare to Mennonite Church USA because the church don't employ people. Yeah. The good thing, missionaries started building a lot of schools, and through these schools, many young women and men came later to be senior government officials. Some they joined military, mm-hmm. some are lawyers, some, some, some are doctors, some are teachers. We, we came as an independence church, as, as, as a stronger church. It, it will be difficult to church to say, get out because you are in the military. It will be a shame to stand to the congregation and tell people, because you are military, don't come to our church. Mm-hmm. So this is our position. It may not maybe fit to your context, and this is fitting to our context. Okay. But what we are talking is, why don't you here work together? Why small thing like this divide the church? Because if you are going to be divided because of the, the issue of sex, Another thing is going to come again. Another problem is going to come again. Right. So because this is one issue, there's a lot of issues which divide the church. So just I'm curious, kind of at a pastoral level, you, you've, you said you served many years as a pastor. Um, and I'm just thinking of my own congregation and other congregations in Ohio Conference where Bill and I are pastors. Uh, how would a Tanzanian Mennonite pastor handle someone who's in the military and they come up to you and they say, I want to become a member of the church. How would that conversation happen in Tanzania? For example, in 1979, Tanzania went war with a neighboring country called Uganda. The president at that, at that time, the president of Tanzania was born in where there's a lot of Mennonite church. So our bishop wrote to, to, to the president, we will not want our Mennonite young people to, to go to war. Because there was a there was a mobilization of young people to be trained to crash program to take them to the front line to to war, and listen, the president wrote to our bishop. I never, I never, I never forget when I I went to the archive and see this letter. He wrote, "How many Mennonites are hating each other in the world? How many Mennonites are beating their wives here in Tanzania? How many Mennonites are speaking liar?" And what do you mean when you say peace? So let a person say, I love Christ. I don't want to go to war, but not collective to say no one will go to war. And then he turned to the chief of military of Tanzania. He wrote, 
if any Mennonite young person come to the war, please don't send him to front line. Take him to service unit. Okay. Yeah. So the issue of justice, the issue of peace, the war start within the heart, not be carrying the guns. So it sounds like your your churches are very diverse. I mean, you have people that have served in the military and served in the politics, all worshiping together, and polygamists and people who aren't polygamists all worshiping together in the same church. Yeah. And would you say that a church that focuses on evangelism is always going to have diversity like that? If you're going and telling people who don't know Jesus about Jesus and inviting them to believe, these people are going to have different backgrounds, right? Yeah. So here's me trying to connect this with our missional initiatives in Ohio Conference. One of the things you're going to get is people who don't look like proper church-going folks Mm -hmm. in the way that they have acted in the past, and maybe they're not quite there to fix it yet. They haven't Mm -hmm. gotten there yet. They're still in the process of discipleship, and it, it becomes a little messy. So Amos, as we think about Ohio Conference you know, what, what would be one message you would have for Ohio Conference as we move forward and, and discern about how we can become more missional, but yet how we can all get along as there are differences of opinion? What would be your final words of advice for us? Let people preach Christ, don't preach religion. Don't preach Mennonites. Preach Christ, crucified one, the friend of sinners. Don't sit to the throne of God and are putting fingers to the sinners. Someone wrote, the church is not a social club for saints, it's a hospital for sinners, where people will be welcomed, loved, prayed for, doing counseling for them. They feel this is the place I go, I can be accepted and loved. Well, I think that's a perfect place to stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's a drop the mic (laughs) talk there. Thank you, my brother. Well, thank you, Amos. Yeah, thank you for your time. We really appreciate yes, it. thank you. I would like Bish- to meet with you someday. Oh, uh, you will meet him. Because uh, yeah. he's a friend of mine, which makes him wow. a friend of yours. Good, yeah. good. So thank you, Bishop Amos, for joining us. Thank uh, you. Thank you, our listeners, for uh, spending this time with us on Ohio Conference Cast. We'll see you on down the road. Very good. Thanks for listening to the Ohio Conference Cast. We would like to hear from you. You can email us at ohioconferencecast at gmail.com with any topics or questions you would like us to explore. 